0: share the love of God, and grow our businesses like never before. For more information about becoming a member, visit our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Looking forward to sharing these podcasts with you and helping you to grow as a leader and a business owner like never before. G'day and welcome to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. I am so excited to have you listening here today. Um, Now, just a quick update. If you haven't heard, we are creating our very own digital Christian Women in Business magazine, which is super exciting. God gave me the word to go out and encourage women and to do it through different means. So we are slowly developing this over time. So we created the website. We've created the membership We've created the podcast that you're listening to right now. And so our next platform that we had on our hearts was Words, which was through a digital magazine. So to get your hand on the first issue we're hoping to release in August, head over to the website and sign up for it to be sent straight to your inbox. Also, we are opening our doors to the membership this week, which is so exciting. So if you haven't already done so, Go and apply for your membership today through the website and come and join in the fun that we're having in the membership. Another thing is we're also having our open events this week across different locations through Australia and on our online meetups. So if you're far away or in Oz and you're thinking about joining as a member or you'd like to meet some lovely Christian women in business, this is your week to do it. Head over to the website to find out more information of the locations, times, and what you need to do. Cool, so let's get into the podcast. I am super excited because today we have one of our wonderful members on the show and um, what a treasure she is. So we have Kirsty Now, Kirsty is... Um, a super super organized person so she runs a business called feels like carrying professional organizers this was established in september 2012 and has been serving and training clients to restore order in their clutter around the hills district which is super awesome she's close by to all the sydney folks Um, Kirsty is super, super passionate about helping to bring about transformation to her clients' homes' minds through a patient and non-judgment training uh, for a clutter-free life. So welcome to the show, Kirsty. Thanks for having me, Sarah-Jane. It's so awesome to be here with you. Now you're just starting your own podcast, is that right?
1: Yes, I am. Um, my girlfriend in Melbourne and I are starting a podcast called "The Art of Declutter," decluttering. So it should be out very soon, if not
0: by the time this goes to air. Yay! <laughs> Yay! That's cool. We'll get onto a little bit about that a bit later, and where people can find you. So. Tell us how how did you get started, and what is what's the story behind uh, feels like home professional organisers? And just share a little bit of your life with us.
1: Okay, well, I as you mentioned, I started my business in September of two thousand and twelve, and that came about because I was out shopping with my husband, and we walked into Howard Storage, um, and I picked up their magazine brochure and in the front page on the front page was an article about a professional organizer and I went oh I could do that and so I did a bit of google search about what I needed to do to become a professional organizer and there was no um, like it's not governed by an institute or anything so there was no formal training that you had to do. And I thought, well, the training that I had received over the last seven, eight years previous to that was by living with my husband. Um, My husband is super, duper, duper organized. I know how blessed I am to have a husband who um, is, I am able to walk out of the house and never come back if I so choose to. And life would just continue on for um, my family because they, he is amazingly organised. So I learnt through osmosis, living with him, to how to be organised. And so I thought, well, if I can learn, because it's not my natural, it's not naturally how I was and bred. It's yeah, not how God created me. <laughs> um, I grew up in a house that was um, very hospitable. Um, you could walk in, and you still can, walk into my parents' house at any time, in the day or night, Um, The door's never locked. You can just walk in and make yourself a cup of tea and make whoever's in the house a cup of tea. Um, So it's very hospitable, but I am one of five children, so my mum had five children to look after and keeping the house organised was not um, her number one priority. Keeping us all alive was. (laughs) So... Um, and they were very relaxed in how we kept our bedroom. So as a teenager, as a teenager, I, um, let my room turn to pot like most teenagers do. And then when I started dating my husband, um, he walked in and went, what? <laughs> and started helping me to become more organized so I thought that if I can learn how to be more organized and how to um be less cluttered in my house then surely uh, as the laziest person on earth and the biggest procrastinator that God has ever created if I can change then anybody has the potential to be able to change so I thought why not bring the skills that I've learned um, through living with Simon to the big wide world of other mums in need of a bit of more organization so that's how I got started
0: that's awesome go hubby for being super organized oh my goodness yeah he is awesome he is awesome does this garage like have like if you take a tool off the wall does it have like the little imprint of where the tool should be put back um he wishes that we had a big or big enough garage for that to happen
1: (laughs) but there is definitely a place for everything and everything has a home and everything is um yeah everything goes back to that home so (laughs) yes he is very organized like you put something down for two seconds thinking that you're coming back to it and it's gone it's in its home so he He comes home from a hard day's work um, and he works really long, hard hours and will come home and get to anything that I haven't managed to get to that day. So he is unbelievably awesome.
0: (laughs) That's so cool. That's so cool. Well, thank you for sharing uh, your story with us. So if you've got five tips to pass on of your craft, what would they be?
1: So my number one tip to anyone who is thinking that they would love to train other people in how to be more organized would be empathy and non-judgment. You really have to put yourself in somebody else's shoes when you walk into their home um, and really have that. True empathy with them to be able to help them move through um, whatever's going on with them and help them to um, change their mindsets and change their habits. And that also, um, I think, hand in hand with that comes non judgment. Um, It's, um, I am the most judgmental person, so it's been a real, um, a real season of growth in me to learn um for God changing me to be less and less non-judgmental. Um, and but I really think that as a professional organizer that's one of our that's the, like one of the key attributes you need is to be non judgmental and to have lots of empathy for our, our clients. Um, the second one would be lots of love and patience. Um, yeah you I love my clients like I I want the best for them I um, want to see um, their transformation and to see um, growth in them and that takes a lot of love and a lot of patience Um, so that would be my second tip love and patience Um, number three would be to remember that everyone is unique and every family is unique so what will work Um, for some clients won't necessarily work for the next client and what works in your life will not necessarily work for other people Um, it probably comes back to that non-judgment aspect Mm -hmm. that you just have to remember that everybody's different and yeah trying to find techniques and tips and um, change of mindsets that will work with each unique person my number four tip would be to get a mentor or a peer mentor that you can chat to and work through client challenges with. Um, it's so important to, um, professional organisers are such lovely people um, and they just want to help other people. So it's really easy to find a mentor. Um, you can always contact me. I
0: was going <laughs> to say, yeah. do you offer the mentoring?
1: Um, yes I can but I also know lots of other people who do and can recommend um, lots of great people but yeah mentor just to have somebody you know even if it's a peer mentor like the lady that I'm studying my friend who I'm doing the podcast with is my peer um, and we've been in business similar amount of times and had a similar amount of experience and we just bounce ideas off each other there's also some really great Facebook groups for professional organisers to bounce ideas off and if you like for instance the other day I had a client ask for her um for her brother-in-law some um uh, for a psychologist to help with his hoarding issues and I don't work with hoarders so I needed to reach out to my peers um to find out who to recommend um this gentleman to so yeah it's great to have Um, a mentor or peer mentors that you can who know a lot about professional organizing and who can help you specifically work with the challenges that your clients may present to you and then my fifth tip and this is not necessarily for professional organizers but for anybody who's getting into business is to network and network and network some more um, to find groups like Christian women in business yay (laughs) and definitely join this group because this is best ever (laughs) um yeah so that you have that support of um and that encouragement and that motivation and people that you can be inspired by and that you can inspire so I love um yeah having a vast network of mums who are in business with me and women who do business so that they totally get you they know your challenge your unique challenges as a woman in business and um, as a mum in business and so I totally recommend finding a great group like Christian women in business that can support you and love you and care for you and help motivate and inspire you when you're going through those challenging times in business so they're my tips
0: That's awesome. Just for the record, I'm not paying Kirsty to say that. (laughs) That is all from her heart. (laughs) Yes, it definitely is. is I love love your script. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. All right. So just a quick recap. So uh, number one was um, show empathy and be non-judgmental. So really understanding a client's story. And trying to put yourself in their shoes because like you said um, a bit later on it's so easy to judge people instantly but for anything but you really haven't done their life you haven't even in business you haven't done their business you haven't walked in their shoes so um we just have to be really strategic on how we do things so that we're not judgmental uh, number two is lots of love and patience which I guess Jesus and God are our big biggest ex- examples of that. So if we could just go along with the principles of that from the Bible, um, then people are kind of more accepting or well, will accept you into their homes and um, let you kind of go through their life. Number three, remember everyone is unique. So what will happen and work with one client might not work with another. So have lots of different game changers in your in the way that you present to clients and the way that you might organize their houses number four is get a mentor um which is really 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 important in life in all aspects of life really um but you know you might have a really difficult client not a difficult client but you might have someone with a really bad past that is hoarding for a reason and you know, you might need to ask someone for ideas. Who is it that you go to to get the idea from that you can also offload yourself if you've got some vicarious trauma in there? Um, yeah, awesome to have a mentor. And then number five is network for support. So yeah. making sure you find um, your group and your community of women who get you, who share the same values as you, um, that will be there to pray in an instant Um, and just have you back in life that's awesome thank you so much for sharing those so like just off the cuff right give us one tip that we can do in our house let's say the cooklory drawer you know the cooklory drawer that you just put spoons and everything into that always looks a mess yes I do (laughs) (laughs) what's a quick way we can do to tidy up that drawer Get rid of half of what you've got in there.
1: That's my number (laughs) one tip is really go through that drawer and make really, really think about each item. And do you actually need 15 wooden spoons? Probably not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How do you know about all the wooden
1: spoons? (laughs) Probably because it's the same in everybody's house. So I said that everybody's unique, but in some ways
0: we're all just the same. (laughs) we all have too many wooden spoons yeah it's always the one with the slightly burnt edge I don't know why (laughs) anyway yeah just let that go
1: let that (laughs) one go and start using burn another one (laughs) so but my number one tip for everybody and this is cutlery drawer and anything is to just do it now so stop procrastinating and do whatever like don't walk over that Thing that's on the floor and don't walk past that thing that belongs in the bathroom. Like don't just dump your bags when you walk in the house. Like just do it now. Put it away. Put things where they belong. Um, get them back to their home. And then like so I honestly we live – we have so much free time in our life and in our week because we don't actually have that much to do because everything gets done as soon as it's meant to get done. The clothes get brought in and put away as soon as they come in from the line. The bags get put away as soon as they come in the house. So, like, we, I just find that we have so much free time because we're, we are organised and um, things are where they belong. So we don't... we you know if you're running late for something you know oh I've just got to grab my bag I know where it is I'll go grab, grab it instead of like ah where's those <laughs> shoes and where's that jacket and where's that scarf and oh yeah, sort of where like is everything routine. kids get up <laughs> I don't know I've lost my shoe where's my shoe Mum? they know where their shoes are
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of women listening to this show now going yep every day of my life <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> that's cool. So on a more personal level, how do you yep. incorporate God into your business? That's really
1: easy and hard <laughs> in the in in telling you and in doing. So I hope that God is welcome and part of my everyday business. Like he is like Um, what you girls say he's the CEO of my business Um, but I hope that people see Jesus in me when I go out to my client's house so I pray for my clients before I meet them um, before I enter their house Um, and I pray for my clients when I'm in their house when when something comes up for them like I'm I had a client recently where she was paying me to help her declutter and we just sat down and chatted for the whole three-hour session that we we were meant to be working together because that's what she needed. And so I hope I spoke truth and life over her that day. But also um, my job is about bringing transformation to people and that's God's job. Like that's what God does for us. He brings transformation and healing and provides areas for us to grow in. Like And so I just feel like um, that I am on God's work. I am doing God's work. I'm not God. (laughs) Um, But I am doing kingdom work by bringing transformation and bringing hope and bringing freedom and bringing life into people's homes. So I hope that they get a glimmer of Jesus when they meet me and that they are inspired to um, have a deeper encounter with Jesus.
0: That's awesome. I love that. The transformation is a really powerful word. Hmm. Um, And what's your Bible verse for this season and why?
1: Yes, I've been thinking about this because I hear it on the podcast every week and I'm like, I wonder what my Bible verse is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I came to the conclusion that um, instead of sharing a Bible verse, although I can share a Bible verse, um, but that I would share my word for the year. Yeah, sure. I feel like... um, yeah, at the beginning of this year that God gave me a word that was meant to be it for the year. So I thought I would share that and then I can back it up with a Bible verse if you want. <laughs> That's fine. Share away um, your word. And so my word is fearless. Um I feel like so my daughter just started this year school this year. So this year has been um given me more opportunity to dive deeper into my business and to take it where take it to the next level. And so I really felt um that in my business God was telling me to be fearless and to chase every opportunity and to really um, be not, yeah, to, not to be afraid of trying new things and doing new things. So um, I do love, here's your Bible verse for all those people who wanted the Bible verse. <laughs> I do love Joshua 1.9, that have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So I love um, that he tells us not to be afraid and not to be discouraged, and we all know that in business there's days that are really discouraging. And the other day I messaged my, my little crew, the Hills crew in um, Christian Women in Business and said, ah! Having such a bad day, and they all just jumped on board and um, prayed for me and cared for me. And that was one way that um, Jesus showed up that day and showed me not to be discouraged because um, my girls had my back,
0: so yeah. it was lovely. That's awesome, that's awesome. Thank you for that. So, Joshua 1 9, oh, I love that verse. So, um where can our listeners find you? What's your favorite place to hang out and do your thing? Social media, website, hit us. <laughs> so,
1: my um, I, I love Facebook. I love it. I'm probably too much. <laughs> so you can find me at Facebook. Called, um, my business page is feels like home. Po. I also have a website that I think is beautiful. You can all tell me whether or not you think the same. <laughs> It's www.feelslikehome.net.au. I'm also on Instagram at Feels Like Home, po, um, And you can find me at a cafe at Rouse Hill Town Centre anytime
0: you want. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been lovely to have you on here. Thanks for having me, Yesterday. <laughs> And um, if you need help organising your home or you're thinking about starting a professional organisation business, feel free to give Kirsty a yell. She is more than happy to help. You can find her profile also on the website too um, if you do get stuck of um, where to find her. And, yeah, thank you so much for being a member too. We love having you in there.
1: (laughs) I love being part of this group. It's so awesome. Seriously,
0: raving fan. (laughs) Love it. So um, yes, we are open for applications this week um, and our membership is open. Yes, so um, come and join. We have some wonderful things happening. We're in the middle of doing um, a six-week challenge, which is really basic but so powerful um, that we'd love to have you involved in, which is all to do with God, time and your business. And there's just lots happening Feel free to come to our local meetup if you're around the area, and we will see you next week. Bye for now. Sarah Jane here. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'd love it if you could please share this podcast with your friends. Please rate our podcast on iTunes. And for more information about becoming a member of Christian Women in Business, head over to our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Catch you next time.